And it's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti, and it is a new world order. And you best to <laughs> join the team or you get run over. Hey, facts. Facts. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. We're bringing this show to you. Ah, man, I feel like Macho Man. Just, oh, I am the cream of the cup. Oh, yeah. The white Snap and black cream. attack. Look, look, if none of you guys watch wrestling, you don't know what we're talking about, especially if you've never seen 90s wrestling. I'm going to be honest with you. If you've never seen wrestling in the 90s, I don't know why you're watching this show. I don't, go ahead, turn it off right now, because we are products of 90s wrestling. Everybody loved 90s wrestling. Your Hulk Hogan's, your Undertaker's, your Sting, your Goldberg's, your Kurt Angle's, your Stone Cold Steve Austin. The list goes on and on. The NWO. Listen, man, listen. I put it to you like this, all right? This W right here, we're going to put an F. We ain't <laughs> worried about the New World Order, New Funk Order. New Funk Order. They told my... This man, nah, get, this man getting his buggy on, man. What you got for your five-minute rant? Listen, listen. Two things I feel like we need to address in this top, in this segment here. <sighs> First and foremost, DC, I need to talk to y'all. DC, I need to talk to y'all. Let me talk to y'all because y'all right in my backyard, right down the block. It's a sad situation. You know what I mean? Granted, y'all having a, a gathering in the block party, they said it was peaceful. But for one person to get killed, like nine people injured, all because somebody wanted to open five mass shooting, come on, guys. We got to do better than that, man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like the que- like now the question is, what was the whole issue about? That's not even that's still not even a concern at the end of the day. But the problem is though, is just like th- this. This defeats our whole cause. We supposed to be unified. We supposed to be together. Now, when you when we out here shooting, now this this is the argument that we always have. You know, we always had is. But black people, black on black crime, black people kill each other every day. This is what we talk about. Like, if we more unified, like, y'all can't, we can't have a peaceful gathering. Now, granted, we're not supposed to be having gatherings right now anyway due to the pandemic. But even if the pandemic didn't exist, you can't even have a block party without the block party getting shot up. I mean, come on, guys. Like we, we we got to we got to we got to fix this, man. Like nobody should be losing their life, man. Over just over over nothing, though. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. It's just the fact that block parties and shootings. We joke about how it goes hand in hand, but it shouldn't have to go hand in hand. We should be able to have a good time and nobody gets shot. Like they say in the songs, you know, please don't shoot up the place. They say it all the time, but we got to take it seriously. You know, we can listen to every single thing 
in these songs, but we can't listen to the positive message, the message that we need to have in let's make sure everybody leaves happy. Let's make sure we go to these parties. I mean, with the pandemic going on, I don't know about all that, but let's go home from these parties with good memories, good times. Think about how fun the party was instead of mourning loss and somebody wanted to get shot because somebody getting shot because somebody wanted to just open fire senselessly. So again, we gotta do better. We can have a good time without without things getting shut down, getting shot up. We, we, it's, it's possible that that can happen. It's just you always got them group of people. They want to fight. Whether it's, it's dudes, whether it's females, it's always somebody that want to fight. No, most of the time, it be over something that you can easily just say, all right, you know what, hey, don't sweat it. Nah, relax. But Nah, it's yeah. somebody always going to be out here just be like, nah, man, I got, I'm about to, they got, now they got to shoot the party. And come on, guys, it, it's not it's not that it, it, it's other ways to fix that type of solution, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, we we it's things most things that I hear about the reasons why people get shot, the reason why people have these violent encounters can often be talked out. Guys, we get too old to just have our pride, you know, lead us in these dangerous situations. Talk it out. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. You can walk away, you know. Now, you know, now that we, we got the, the sad business, we're going to turn over to the other five-minute rant, and, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to keep this brief. So we all seen, well, it, the, the moment of fame kind of got, somebody took the spotlight, but we all seen Cardi B and Megan the Stat. <laughs> 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 we all seen the new WAP video. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, Oh, I was like, oh, what in the, oh. And then the video is so, I was just like, it wasn't a video. It was more just like the words. I was like, yep. I mean, it's Cardi B and Megan Style. I wasn't surprised about it. It's not my type of song because I, it, you know, they talking to somebody else. But everybody was upset that Kylie Jenner stole the spotlight at the end. Hey, look, man, controversy sells. They knew what they were doing. They they put Kylie Jenner in there for a reason. They knew that the Kardashians get people talking. And if they need people to get people talking, Kylie Jenner's at your service. The Kardashians we, at your service. They, we, we trying to have a black girl moment here. You know what I'm saying? They trying to have a black girl moment. And then you put the Kardashian in. Well, I'm sorry. <clears throat> the Kardashian Jenners, whichever one they are. They trying to have black girl moment here. They you gonna get you gonna get Kylie Jenner all slow walk this video. I'm just like, really, really. I mean, it don't matter to me, but it's just like, why y'all gotta always steal the spotlight? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I seen it after people talk about it. Let I told myself I said let me just go ahead and uh, take a look at this video to see what the hype was about. And like it you said, no it, it wasn't but nothing but a bunch of like, you know, but bunch of ass shaking. That's what made the video good. Cause the thing about the video wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't it wasn't nothing we seen we haven't seen before. It was just the words. So I'm listening to the words and I'm just like, okay. Cause they put that censored version online, mm. but they also put uh the explicit version in the lyric only video and on all streaming services. So I Watched the video, I was like, okay, cool. I see what it is. 
And then I listened to the uh, explicit version. I had to turn it off in like 20 seconds. It was, it was a bit much. Exactly. That's why I was like, oh. I was like, oh. I, I was listening. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Like, more power to you. You love that song? Hey, do your business. But that was a bit much for your boy. I bet you. Like, every ratchet girl on the planet, as soon as they heard that song, like, they, they damn near blew up. Right. They damn near blew up. Another ratchet twerking anthem fool. Right. They had Nomani in the video. They had Rosalia in the video. Of course, Kylie Jenner. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who else they had in the video. Probably somebody I'm missing, but it, if it, I, it, yeah, like if I forgot about them, that means they ain't do that much work. <laughs> pretty much, yo. But man, it's time to get on to today's topic. Now that we got, now that we, we Kylie, you go that way. <laughs> we got it from here. We've got it from here. All right. So <laughs> the ladies had their fun. So basically what we're going to talk about right now is hot moms. We talk about the Mills. We talk about Stacy's mom who got it going on. So everybody, every guy out there knows about this topic. Everybody had this experience. Everybody's come across a hot mom. Everybody see a mom, but it was like, man, if I was a little bit older, she was looking my way. I, woo! But we're not going to get too carried away. We're going to get right to this topic. So I want to know your opinions, your experiences of hot moms. Let, let's look, look. He waiting to talk about it. He waiting to talk about it. Let's go ahead and tell the people. Listen, man, ah, it ain't nothing more better than the hot milk. <laughs> 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 hey, no, but on, on, on some real though, on some real. I ain't gonna start looking at some people like, damn, funky, that was just too strong. Hold on, hold on, I got it though. Look, Listen, man. It is nothing more better than when you see like, like when you see like a girl, probably like our age, 26, 27, around that ballpark, and then you see her mom and you just be like, that can't be your mother. <laughs> that can't be. That can't, you be like, you be like, yeah, like, yeah. It's even between like the it'd be like the the hot mom or like the fine auntie. You know what I mean? You got somebody who got the fine auntie status. You be like, you just be like, oh, you like that's your mother. Like, God, you be like, God, yo. You, you as a guy, cause I, I, this is a real guy topic here. Yep. We run across hot moms every day. You know. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be straight up real. Sometimes, sometimes you want to just help her with her groceries to her car, just to get cool points. I mean, hey, if you're lucky, she might got a fine daughter. <laughs> I'm just saying, you might got a fine daughter. She might help you up with. That's why she, you was like, no, I got the bags. Don't wait. Your car right here. I got you. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna lie to you, man. When I used to work at one of my my law prevention jobs, and I used to have to help. People that when like it's always it's always like them hot moms, you know. Hot moms always be in department stores. They always be in department stores now, and they always buy a whole bunch of stuff, knowing they can't carry it to their car. And they always and I always be like, checkmate, <laughs> 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 like checkmate. Baby, that Jones is like they're like, how am I gonna carry all this to my car? I'm like, listen, wait for your car. 
Hey, <laughs> nah, nah, you gotta take it to the car. You gotta show them muscles. I know, right? You been there, Joby. Show them you're strong. And sometimes they be having, sometimes like they used to have stuff in there. No one is impossible. Like they'll buy a chair with a two door car. I'm outside for like 20 minutes. So I feel I'm like, hmm, I, I can't let her down though. How am I gonna get this chair? They want, they want to see how you can fit the chair in there. Finally, that's how they. <laughs> Put the seat down right quick. I be like, you got a long ride home? She's like, no, I'm living around the corner. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Right. Oh. Put but some rope around there. I'm telling you, bro, but that's just a little bit of my experience with that. I'm going to go ahead and uh, pass the microphone and give him his good promo skills. All right, so... so uh... <laughs> Hot moms, where do I even begin? Uh, I had plenty of stories with hot moms, but I just want to tell you this funny thing right now. Mm-hmm. Every guy out there, I have this question for you. Preach, preacher. <laughs> have you ever, you know, talked to a girl, gotten to know a girl, dated a girl, and then she wanted you to meet her parents? So you're like, okay, I mean the parents, cool, this is all right. And then you meet the dad, you're like, okay, cool, how you doing? And then you meet the mom, and you're like, whoa, ho, this your mom? And she's like, yeah. So in your head, I'm going to tell you guys, you know I'm going. In your head, you're like, did I make the right decision? (laughs) Because looking at the mom and looking at the daughter, the daughter's fine, but the mom is fine like wine seasoned experience hey, my man earn ready to risk it all like this look 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 i'm i'm gonna tell the people like this the door's fine but i want the mom even that john like, even like, look you cool but uh i got my eyes on somebody else hey look i'm a, i'm gonna tell you i'm telling the people i'm telling the people i, I love the older women older women come holler at your boy i love the older women the girls our age are cool, but I I usually hold off until I see the mom. You know, sometimes, you know, the mom is gorgeous. She looks great. It's like, oh, okay, cool, you know. But then you come across the mom, you just like, yeah, can I reconsider? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to need some time to think about this. Yeah, I, I'm in between a rock and a hard place. And... <laughs> And that's the situation because sometimes, right? And another thing I want to say to men, sometimes the mom looks better than the daughter. And I don't know how to happen. Like for me, I went online and I seen this girl post a picture of mom. She was like, oh, happy birthday, mom. And all the sentimental quotes that they say. And that was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm looking at the mom and I'm looking at you and this not adding up. So did you take your dad's genes, genetics? Because probably. probably. Yeah, because I in this experience, in this situation, what happened was the mom looked like the daughter and the daughter looked like the mom. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, so you, you know, <laughs> you know the perfect example was. You remember when that uh, that photo came out? It was the two twins and the mother, and it was like, "Who's the mom of that situation?" Yep. 
At that point, I would be looking like, hey, look, I don't care who's the mother. <laughs> I'm ready to take all three of y'all. Hey, look, look, I said, look. I Hey, bro, like, like, her, like, their, like, their mother, like, that was a perfect example. Their mother legit looked like she was, they looked like they was about 14, 15 at the time that, that came Mom out. Looked Mom, like looked like she, Mom looked like she was, like, only, like, 33. You looking like, am I missing something? Am I, am I, am I missing something? I was just like, yeah. Hey, black don't crack, man. Black hey, man. Crack, man. Look, man. Look, look. I w- I want to ask this question. Do you do you do you consider all moms like, despite the age, you know, milf territory, or do you just reserve that for the older women? Uh, I me, I'm gonna go ahead and say like, it's like once you become a mom, I think you automatically get that that title. It don't age don't really matter. I think once you become a mom, so if you are a mom, I don't care if your child is two, three. Seven, you know, eleven don't make no difference. Once you are a mom, yeah, you already got that status. That's just my thing, though. Now, great, I know some people look at it just like the, the moms that's in like their forties, maybe their fifties, probably. But nope. Once you got a child, you officially got the milk status. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say for me. You know, growing up, it was usually like the older women, women who are like at least like 20 or like 15 years older. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing about what you say is as you get older, yeah. that it starts to become, you know, all moms. Yeah. Like at first it was like, okay, the older women, but once you get older, it's like all moms because eventually... Yeah. You'll be 30, 40, 50, and exactly. I don't know if you're looking at 70-year-olds. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you are. So I think it's more of a thing of you look at a woman who got kids and she put together, you know, she's still banging, and some of them look like they ain't had kids. Some of them, you know, because you know some women's bodies, right? And I'm, I know women are going to have a field day with this. Follow me. Listen up. Women's bodies, right, generally change. It changes. And you have some women who are slim, and you see them pop, right? Women be slim, thick, and then they get thick. So, you know, childbirth can be a beautiful thing. And, you know, that that's the reason why some people have multiple kids. I'm be honest, from a guy standpoint, you ever seen kids close in range, and you seen the uh, the mom looking young, and you're like, yeah, I see why, <laughs> I see why. See, this is why, like, I give like I give that title, soon as you have a kid, because eventually, you know, you're going to you're like I said, like you're going to get older. So that's what I, like. I go ahead, like I don't believe just like all right, well, you're 50, then you're gonna get that title. No, nah, because if you are if you are 21, you know, you have a kid, by the time that kid, by the time that kid even get 10, 11 years old, you're gonna be in your 40s. You're gonna be somewhere in your 40s. You're gonna be like by the time you get 11, by the time you get 20, whatever the case may be, you 
you're going to be in your 30s, your 35, 40s, all that age, that age group. So, again, you already you already up there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, know, I was bad math. I said, you know, 20, but, you know, but by the time you turn 10, you can be like 31. But that ain't the point. That ain't the point here. I got to I got to retract what I said here, but y'all get my y'all get the gist of what I'm saying. You you yeah. you gonna be pushing your mid thirties, mm-hmm. your forties, and all that good stuff. So that's why I personally go ahead and get that title. Like, listen, listen, black like black mothers, y'all winning, y'all winning. Okay, you so, are more <laughs> I have a funny story, right? Try what you shit. did this time, CC. You know, back in my wild boy days, you know, I had nothing to lose. So because I had nothing to lose, I shot my shot at a mom. And the people want to know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, the man, I, I, I shot my shot at a mom. I was like, look, man, I'm bored on the internet. I ain't got nothing else to do. She looking good. Let me, let me try. Let me make an attempt. So, you know, I, I started talking, you know, you can't just jump in there. And her daughters are her daughters are uh her daughters are great looking too, you know. Mm. She has a son too, three mm-hmm. kids, you know, mm-hmm. doing great. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let me comment on their activities. Oh man, he's gonna be a dope soccer player when he gets older. You look great, you know. And then she was like, Oh, thank you, da 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 da. So then you just gotta kinda ease up and eventually it was like, Oh, you live here. I'm not going to be where she lived. Oh, you live here? Always wanted to go. And then she was like, well, you can come down. You want? And I was like, okay. Okay. So one time it was my birthday, right? And she told me have a birthday. And I said, thank you. And then a couple months later, she was like, how old are you again? And I was like, oh, I told her my age. At this time, I was like 23. She was like, mm. I'm 34. So I'm like, at first I was like, okay. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. But then I caught on. I was like, wait, why is she telling me her age? Oh, mm-hmm. she told me her age. She 34. She doing the math. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's not too that's not too older. You know, that's not too much older. You doing the math? I was like, yeah, you know, I like older women. So I went to Miami. I met her. You know, we we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. You know, she was with the kids. Uh, she's a great person. She's a great person. Very cool. Showed me around uh, Miami. She's not from there, right? Again, I'm not telling you where she lives. She's not from there. But I went down there, you know, had a great time. And that was that, you know? And of course, mm. it won't work because, you know, mm. life mm. difference. But. <laughs> See, he tried to get, see, hold on, help me understand something, hold on, this man, this man, this man went to Miami to meet her, talking about, ain't nothing happened, oh, we know, my man went down and he was a straight Uncle Luke status, and <laughs> don't, don't stop, get it, get it, um, she was on vacation, you know, uh, she was on vacation, you so know, you just went to Miami and nothing happened. We 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 played tic-tac-toe, you know, we played chess, a couple oh, of board oh, games. Oh, maybe you didn't understand my question. You went to Miami, ain't nothing happened. You know, we watched a couple movies. Uh we had a great time. 
Uh, Brother Aaron, Brother Aaron, <laughs> you are on camera. The people want to know. You want to sit right here and tell me out of old people that nothing happened? <laughs> you know, Jenga is a real good party game. I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> Y'all know people of the court, this man is lying. <laughs> this man look, is lying. Look, he is lying. <laughs> the glove fits. All right. That's more that, that's more bad. Don't lie to these people on this show. The glove flits fits, so I must have quit. I'ma just keep it like that. <laughs> OJ all of a sudden. <laughs> you, OJ. Hey, listen, man. He lying to y'all on this show. There's a lying brother right here. Trying to talk about I went to Miami, you know. <laughs> she was on vacation. Hey, look, brother, yeah. so were you. <laughs> we had a great time we had a great time um you know she uh we 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 explored miami uh we went to the beach you know hey listen that's cool that's all cool and dandy and all but that's not the point of what we got going on here today listen you i understand you trying you uh, listen i understand that you're trying to keep it family friendly for the show you know for you know, all the people that's watching, you know, all the producers that's like, you know, the producers, you know, you got to keep it family friendly around here. But you ain't got the lie, Aaron. You ain't got the lie. I'm going to just keep it that, you know. Uh, we we have fun. That's why I'll leave it at that. Mr. Producer. <laughs> <laughs> Had a great time. Had a great time. We hit the arcades, okay? That's what we did. Oh, I know you lying now. Oh, I know you <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> if anything was hit, it was the arcades. You know, we hit the beach too, you know. Uh, Somebody rocking, knocking, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not no public beach, man. Oh, ain't nobody said it was in public. Unless uh, that's what y'all did. Hey, <laughs> who am I to judge? Uh, who am I to judge? Who am I to. Welcome to the new phone quarter around here. Hey, hey, look, hey, look, man. Look, man. You know, I'm I'm just saying at the end of the day, older women is where it's at. <laughs> That's Listen, I agree with him on that level, but the amount of foolishness that I heard today, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, brother. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Trying to go over a lot of people talking about some. You went to the arcade. Yeah, I know what buttons you was pushing. Hey, look. Mm -hmm. You know, up, down, up, down, A, B, A, B, left, right. What you trying to put in the cheat code now? Oh, yeah. Hey, look, man. You 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 don't need a cheat code when you can finesse, man. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, unlimited ammo. Actually. Hey, look, 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 look. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this piece about you know hot moms, and I'm gonna say this you know I see some ladies tonight that I should be having fun with, not having my baby, cause you probably <laughs> cause you cause you got some. We should be having fun. I should be having my baby, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? You talk to the brother sister. Hey, uh, you you want a brother sister? Talk to the kids. You know, I could be a stepdad, but I'll be on I'll be on straight life. I'll be on life like Eddie Murphy and uh and Martin Lawrence. That little rascal belongs to me. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that. <bad at> that. <laughs> but, 
But now, nah, man, we gonna uh, we gonna get into another topic. We gonna talk about confidence. Speaking of all of these situations, let's talk about confidence. Let's talk about swagger. Let's talk about smoothness. Now, confidence. What comes to mind when you talk about confidence? When you think of the word confidence, what's the first thing you picture? Depends on depends on what you you know just. Depends on what you're going for. Confidence can be a lot of different things. Well, again, I know, I know we talk about the job. Confidence. Shoot your shot. Because, oh, we're going to have to mention that when it comes to confidence. Because bro, some of you brothers right there, y'all confidence be at an all-time high when your chances be at an all-time low. <laughs> but, but now, when you think about confidence, it's just how you carry yourself. Now, granted, some people may look at your confidence as arrogance. You know, man. Like some people look at it just like you walk around, you just be like, man, today gonna be a beautiful day, man. You know, car looking good. You know, some people and some people view that as arrogance, or some people view it as cocky. You know what I mean? But no, nah, that's just how some people carry themselves. Now, granted, confidence sometimes y'all you know, just ooze over, over you, and, and just like some people just love it. You know, some people love it, like. Perfect example. Like, all the skits that I've been doing recently, especially over there at the dispensary as well, that's just natural That's natural camera confidence. You know, some people can't do that. Not everybody have that. You know, just like me and you, we come on here every day, we talk like it's nothing. That's just natural camera confidence because we've been doing this for so long. Not everybody can get on the camera and just be like, and just talk the way we talk, everything. Now, some people just be like, what do I say? What do you say? First of all, relax. You know, <laughs> a little bit. Take a you chill pill. You know what I'm saying? You got to loosen up a little bit. Something. You know, it's got the you up that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. That's, like, that's just natural confidence. It's just like how you carry yourself. Now, you know, and again, confidence can make you attractive. Sometimes your confidence will derail a lot of things. It's just up to you. But, you know, that's my definition. I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic and let my man get his promo on, though. You so, talk to him. <laughs> the, the, the thing about confidence, first and foremost, I just wanted to talk about this. There is a difference between confidence and arrogance. Arrogance is something that you can't back up. Confidence mm. is when you can back it up. It's when you can say what you say and you got all the tools in the shed to carry on what you got to say. Like, confidence may be Michael Jordan on the court, or I can beat anybody in this court. Mm -hmm. He can back it up. Oh, Joe, that play around the corner on the basketball courts, talk about he could beat everybody. Can't beat anybody on the court. And I've, I've seen this, you and me seeing this, you know, in the gyms in school. We've seen this where people, you know, I'm the best on the court. And then they start dropping the ball. They start missing shots. Oh, I, I got off day. I got off day. But I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Some, it's like some people, arrogance is their confidence, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's false that, that confidence. Same, that same arrogance, that person that's like at the gym knowing he ain't all that great, that's, what's, that's, that's like, that's getting, that's, that's, that's filling up his, that's filling up the seat. That's bringing the attention that he's looking for. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying. That's why I was saying like, like arrogance is confidence to some, to some. 
not all, but to some. But I'm gonna let my man, you know, my bad, my bad, Mr. Chairman. Okay. I didn't mean to, inter- I didn't mean to interrupt your your program, your your broadcasting, because old Funky said so. <laughs> but I w- I will follow that up and say arrogance is false confidence. Arrogance is most likely derived from insecurity rather than actual belief in yourself. Mm-hmm. Because actual belief is if you on a court and you done played a lot of people and you beat a lot of people, then you really believe in yourself that you can beat anybody on that court. But arrogance is most likely, oh, I'm going to go on this court. I could beat a lot of people. I didn't beat that much people. I sure hope I can beat whoever I'm going against. You're nervous. It's false confidence. So you got to turn that around and humble yourself enough to say, all right, I got to be in the court, get better, stop beating some people. And then that could turn you into real confidence. That could turn into something that's proven. That's how it turns. That's how false confidence turns into real confidence because you have fake it till you make it. You fake it till you make it. And then once you make it, you present yourself as the real deal. But, you know, to piggyback off what my man said about false confidence, because, again, I see false confidence every day. Because, again, let's be real. You know, you look at some of the places I've been, you look at some of the characters I've seen. You know what I mean? Some of the, And it, me coming from loss prevention, I used to have to catch shoplifters, right? I, I've, I've ran to some cocky dudes and some cocky females, arrogance, all that. But when, but when you catch them, when you sit them down, it's funny how their whole demeanor change. Yeah, I'm like, well, where was all that? Where was all that? Where was you? You had your chest stuck out when when I was talking to you, but when I walked back in, now you just like, hey, hey listen, bro, the voice cracking. Where did that confidence go? You know what I'm saying? Like they just like, hey, hey, bro, man, am I going to jail, bro? I'm not sending you to jail for for twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, the company may want you to do, may want me to do that, but let's be real. You know, me, me and you, me and you, you know me. Nah, that's 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 wasting my time and yours. But because again, I'm random coggy people. So again, we see coggy, we see false confidence all day. You know, you 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 take the average hood dude. You know, he got all this design on, just to act like he doing something special around here. You know what I'm saying? Like he be got designer belt. Like yeah, it was good. Try to get the stance and all that. It was good out here. You know, was good. Like, he be looking like. You like you 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 try you trying to pull off your confidence. That's cool, but we all know you ain't got it like that. And dudes, dudes are the main dudes. Are like I want to say a more majority when they come to confidence because it's nothing more better. And my man Ernie back, it's nothing more better than the dude that act like he can get every female on the planet. Oh, we've seen that. That's the funniest dude on the planet. He act like he can book any female on the planet. That is hilarious. And then when he gets shot down, he when he gets shot down, his whole confidence now switches to arrogance. Yeah. Hey, Sean, whatever then, bro. He's like, what? What? You ain't even that cute anyway. I'm like, oh, whoa. I'm like, whoa. Help me understand something. She she was cute because you were trying to get her, but when she shot you down, now all of a sudden you arrogant now. Like, I don't even want her for real, man. She ugly anyway. Where did that same energy go? I can actually now, answer that. Hmm? 
I can actually answer right. that. It goes back to the analogy that I was using earlier with cause with false confidence. Uh, actually, false confidence is actually insecurity, where you fill yourself up with a uh, hot air, as they say. So, when guys wear all these designers, they wear all this stuff. It's because they got nothing inside, right? So they need all this uh, exterior validation to kind of hold them together and make them somebody to make them look like somebody because they ain't got it within them so they say if i could take a little bit of this a little bit of that and put it on myself then the girls would notice me because they have no strong points to themselves so when they talk to a girl they don't have any game because they don't really know how to talk to a girl and then they get turned down oh that's why you this that's why you that you ugly this that that's hurt right so you see how all this ties together. Now, if you have a man with confidence, right? If you have a man with confidence, he don't need all this designer, this designer that he can wear whatever he wants because he knows he can get a girl wearing exactly what he got on. So if you talk to a girl, right? And that guy with confidence gets turned down. He said, you know what? I respect it. Thank you for your time. I'm gonna go this way, have a nice day. Now, you can see the difference between both of those interactions. The ones who got false confidence get turned down because he's hurt. But the one who, who said, have a nice day, he's used to talking to women. He's used to mingling with women. And he's the one most likely who could get, you know, girls. He's not the one saying, I could get every girl. He knows how to, you know, play the law of averages. So he says, I realize there are other girls out there. So I don't need to be upset about this one who doesn't want me. That's why I tell you, have a nice day. I'm good for you because there's somebody who wants you and you gonna want them and y'all be happy together because I know I'm a fine mind. That's why I say it's gotta be from the inside. So I'm a fine mind. Mind playing the WNBA. I'm a right. fine Because like, I tell people, confidence is knowing that somebody out there for you. Dang, I'm a I'm fine a mind. You might not be out there. You might, you know, I talk to a girl and I say, you might not be the one for me, but it's seven billion people on this earth. Oh, you going to find yours? I'm a I'm a fine mine. Mine be on TV every other day. I got <laughs> ready right now, just in case. Whoop, up her game is on. I got to follow the statues. Let me stop playing though. But now I got a question for you, my brother. What's that? A question. <laughs> you know, we and here at the New Funk Order, we take no for an answer <laughs> we we don't take no for an answer we do but we kind of don't but mm -hmm. on a scale of one to ten where do you say your confidence level is the people and hold on before you answer the people want to know <laughs> i'm gonna say my confidence is at a nine i'm gonna tell you why my confidence Ooh, at a nine, at a nine. <laughs> because oh. my confidence at a nine because the most honest answer because a 10 is a lie because the one percent the one uh percent that doesn't hold confidence is something that happens to everybody and that's doubt and anytime i feel doubt that nine percent that 90 percent makes up for that one percent so take that nine that now puts the one in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the now puts the one in check. So 
if I don't feel like I could do this, I could do that. I look back at all the things I already accomplished, everything I already made happen. And I say, look at what you've done. Look at your resume. You can do this. Don't listen to that one. Listen to the nine. So that's that's why I call myself a nine. Because everybody, no matter how high your confidence is, you experience doubt, you experience you know, anxiety. It's all about how you can put that in check and keep it going. And that's where my confidence comes from. Mm. <laughs> I like that. That was beautiful. Beautiful. That was a beautiful, you know, poetically sound. That nine for the name. Check. I was just like, check. Check what? <laughs> I am just playing, though. But that was beautiful. That was, that was beautiful right there, though. Hey, man, I'll tell you, man. How, how about yourself? He want to get technical. I'm going to get technical. <laughs> now, in my early 20s, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to say I was at like a five and six. Because mm -hmm. everything for me was 50-50. Everything was always 50-50. Everything was always, uh, I'm going to do it. But then, you know, like, it always, like, I always had the, the what ifs. This can go wrong. This is, po like, this is possibly not going to work. But I want to do it. Now, I'm at a nine as well. Let me tell y'all why. It ain't yeah. even about that one percent. It ain't even about that one percent that you know that my man was talking about. That one percent that he got in check. It ain't about that one percent for me. The reason why I'm at a nine because of the simple fact that at this point I have nothing else to prove to anybody. <laughs> I have nothing else to prove. Like, if I look at it like this. If I fail, I fail. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. You Like, you succeed, you succeed. You fail, you fail. You fall, get your ass back up. That's how confident it is. Oh, girl, don't want you? Cool. Go about your day. You know what I mean? All the time, like, that's how I look. That's how I got to approach the game, man. That's how I approach this game now. Because, you know, you look at it, you, we live, I understand we live in a generation society where everybody's always being judged about something. This world is real judgmental now. But for me, nah. I didn't been through the judge, I didn't been through the judge, I didn't been through all the judging stages, the talk down stages. Same thing I told my man at the job, because this is a rule that I live by. I accept the praise and glory. I love it. Right, but that's that's not what that's not what really motivates a brother like myself. That criticism, that criticism. Now that I got your attention, that's that's what I love the most. That's that's what that confidence builds up. That's what that confidence is right here. Now, cause I got y'all eating out the palm of my hand because y'all y'all criticize everything that I do. Oh, phone put out a new episode, a new video on Instagram. It ain't that funny, but you're still watching it, though. That's how I know I got your attention. That's you true. Know, you always mentioning this podcast. It ain't even that funny, but they be watching it probably behind the scenes. Again, I got your attention. So now you can understand. I have nothing else to prove to anybody. <laughs> right? That's why I say, take it or leave it. This is me. I ain't in the business of trying to change for nobody. Oh, she don't like me like this. Maybe I need to be a little bit more, a little bit more edgier. Nah, nah. 
I'm a dude, I'm a dude with vision. I'm a dude trying to settle down, have some kids. You want a rough neck? Well, there's the door. Just like Beyonce said, to the left, to the left. There's the door for you. That's why I say my calmness level is, is sitting at that nine. Yeah. You know, it, it's like that one percent, I I eat that. I take that, I take that to the grave with me. That's crazy. Absolutely. But I take that to the grave with me. But right here, right now, and I get I I feel like this is why a lot of people gravitate to me anyway, because they just feel like like, yo, you just you just you just this stuff comes natural to you. Yeah. Because if you've been through some of the trials and tribulations that I had to go through, at this point in life, you don't look back. You only look forward because, hell, I didn't have to climb out the dirt. I didn't know I had to climb out the bottom. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't have to go through some, some, some serious issues. Now I'm here. You know, me, me, fail, me failing at a, a college that I'm still paying loans to. They thought that was going to slow a brother down. Nah. Look where I'm at now. Security. Podcast. Writer. <laughs> what else I got working on? <laughs> <laughs> Something else in the works. But it seems like now... It's, I can't miss at this point. Well, I can't, but... Yeah. I, I, it seems like I can't miss at this point. Yeah, it's like... I, I put it like this and to wrap it up. Whatever I touch, whatever I, I want a part of, I want a piece of. It's just that simple. I'd say uh, confidence just comes from trial and error and becoming successful. Uh, confidence comes from a track record of success. So that, like, basically, you know, what we were saying is uh, the same thing generally. Like, you have that uh 1% right and you won't even pay attention to it because you look at the success you got and you like bro I could do anything but that 1% usually comes from trying something new mm -hmm. right or again through a new hurdle like oh you never uh got to this level before that's where that 1% come in and do you start looking at that uh that nine and you like bro look at me I can't fail look at everything I accomplished Man, get out of my way. We go out to do this. So that's look, where it comes from. I look like again, when I say, you know, yeah, me, I eat that one percent because but when it comes to that one percent, you know, granted everybody confidence is not a nine. Some people confidence one, two, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But when people like ourselves is at that nine. That's that that got that one percent left. You know. It's all like like I said, when you say trying something new, getting out your comfort zone. You got some people that's just scared to put their, to, 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 to put their foot in it. Some people are scared to get out there constantly. Like, this is what I'm used to, so I'm going to stay in this box right here. I'm like, nah, absolutely yeah. not. At this point, at this point, it's all about learning, adapting, and trying something new. You know, if somebody would have come out as like, like like my man like my man earned last year. Again, this we going on a year. This man was just like, yo, you trying to do a podcast? I ain't even it ain't no it wasn't no, I don't know, let me think about it. <laughs> uh, it's just like, yo, how this gonna work? Like we with it? Like, 
this this we're gonna do this the weekly scan is the plot I bet bro let's record it it's just that like listen it's trying something new it's, it's built again building a skill set that we already had and we flipped it to something now trying to something trying something new so that's what say that one percent is for all for, for all the people that confidence at a nine you know, 10, like my man said, it's impossible. It is damn right impossible. But if you are a 10, more power to you. But for those nine, it's just getting out of that comfort zone. You know, I don't want nobody. Now, you know, some people going to feel like I'm personally attacking, but at the end of the day, you can always DM me at phone with Doug Jones. <laughs> I'm always available. My phone is always by, by my side. Listen. That 1%, for, for all my, my bougie ratchet chicks, my hood rat chicks, you, you, you used to dating that, that drug dealer. You used to dating them. But you just like, I oh, mean, that stem to that all dudes are the same. No, you stuck in that comfort level of dating those hood dudes. If you get out the box with somebody that's actually got goals and dreams, maybe your, maybe your perspective on things will change. Same thing with my brothers over here. You want you want to jump? Okay, her ass fat. She a little skinny jump. She always in designer. She got an ass. She walk around like she got the stank face on. But yeah, if you go if you go over here, you got a girl that want to go to college. Actually got vision and goals. Same thing. Maybe your perspective was saying, but no, you're comfortable because oh, because I'm a hood dude. I need to mess with hood females. All these females are the same. Absolutely not, my brother or my sister. It don't work like that. You know what I mean? You being confident, you being comfortable at the job. You've been at a job for four years. You ain't going nowhere. But I'm just, you know, they let me do whatever I want. You know, they I come to work late. I be on the phone. I don't be doing nothing. But when you got a job that's calling your name. A job that's calling your name that's benefits more money. You gonna sit there and be like, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, I'm just, I hate this job, like, I hate this job, for real, for real. But yet, you don't want to grow. <laughs> you want to stay, you want to stay in this box. You want to stay in your comfort zone of this job that ain't doing nothing for you, rather than taking that chance. You taking that, you taking that chance and doing something great. Trust me, I had to legit go from being a security guard who stands at the door and watch people steal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they used to walk past like ain't nothing. I had to make that jump from that to actually going to go catch them people. So, and, and I'm out my element. I'm out my comfort zone. I got the, my only, my only target was how am I going to approach somebody that just stole something? Again, I won some. And I lost some, but at the end of the day, it, it happened. I caught people. I did the best I can, Lord. <laughs> but still, it's that one percent of getting out that comfort zone. That's it. Get out your box. <laughs> I say for me uh, to wrap up my part is, you know, confidence is something that you really can't teach. You know, you really can't. <laughs> you really can't teach confidence. Uh, people can learn to be confident. They have all these books, self-help 
that can teach you how to be more confident, but true confidence is something you can't teach. Uh, like, like my man said, you got people who are out there ones and twos. Look, I can't teach you how to be confident. Because nope. it's not something that I learned how to do. It's just in my personality, it's in my DNA. So, you know, it comes from within. I, I, I can say as much as I can say, but at the end of the day, it takes you to make it click. It takes you to put it together. And it takes you to figure out, okay, how can I turn this new leaf and try to grow, try to get better, try to do everything I can. Like for me, the ultimate form of confidence is not caring what people think. Cause that's where a lot of low self-esteem comes from. You care what people think too much. Now mm-hmm. it's nothing wrong with caring people think, but don't let it dictate your life. So right. when it comes to caring what people think, it's not that I don't care what people think. It's that I hear people. I'm listening to people. Mm-hmm. That, but that's, I don't. That's criticism right there. Yeah, I listen to people. I hear it. But I don't let it shape my reality. Mm-hmm. So I think of the ultimate form of confidence is uh, like people like Prince, people like Michael Jackson, people like uh, those caliber of people who made history and made their own lane. and. There's a saying out there that goes, people who fit in rarely make history. And that's so true because everybody, you know, talks about Michael Jackson for the high waters, but everybody dancing like Michael. You know, you got people who talk about Prince in his high heels, but everybody singing his songs, everybody, you know, purple rain on the T-shirts. Like, even when it comes to, uh, you know, love and relationships prince was a short guy he was like what five three had the baddest yeah. women out the baddest women so that's a form of confidence that i look at same for michael jackson baddest women two bad dudes and that's and those two guys are who i see as confidence you know and again to follow it up it's not something you could teach but you can you know make sure every day you learn how to make yourself better you get out you know, there and do it. That's how you build confidence. And my closing remarks, because you know, we gotta move on to our next topic. And I, I'm glad he mentioned Prince, because Prince is a good example. You know, Prince ain't but five two, five three. No disrespect to Trey Songs, but Prince was the original Mr. Steal Your Girl because Oh yeah. He, he, I'm dead serious. You can ask anybody parent that grew up listening to Prince. I've even heard grown men say, yo, Prince was a bad dude. I've even heard that. But if you got a dude, 5'2", ass cheeks out. Got respect man, everywhere you know went. And this dude out there, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and, cry. and then he start talking. Hey, excuse me, how you doing? My name is Prince. And yeah. this man out this here snatching women left to right. That's confidence at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, and just to, to close this, I'm going to take a page out of out of one of my favorite rap groups, 8-Ball and MJG. I'm going to take a, one of his songs to do it. MJG clearly said, some things, some things, uh, I, I've got the lyrics. Hold on. Give me a second. No problem. Some things aren't taught. Some things you just got to find out. Yeah. That's just flatline right there. Hey, some things aren't taught. Some things you just got to find out. And that when and just like my man said with the ones and twos, even like the people with like six, seven, nine confidence. Some things you just something like confidence is not taught. 
Confidence is just found out as you as you go along the way. Yeah. Is that is all a, is all a, is 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 all about how resilient you are at the end of the day. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna move on to our next topic and we're gonna talk about peer pressure, you know, something everybody's been involved in. Have you fell into it? Have you resisted the temptation? Sir fucking this, I want you to take the floor on this situation. Do you smell what funky is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, now peer pressure, peer pressure is different, you know. I, I feel like peer pressure is kind of a younger per, a person thing now. That's just me. I guess because I'm looking at it from an old from an older perspective. But I feel like peer pressure is a younger person perspective. Because again, when you were in high school, yes, you you fall into peer pressure of skipping school, uh, not like skipping class, all these different wild things. You doing this, you doing that. Oh, bro, come on, come outside. Like I feel like peer pressure is. A, that's why I feel like peer pressure is a younger thing because. As I got older, like peer pressure just don't even exist. Like, just dirt off your shoulders. Like, bro, talk. Because, pro, pro, like, prime example was when I was working at one of my retail jobs as well. And it was around my birthday. One of the girls in there, bad little chocolate, Joan. Don't quote me, though, America. <laughs> don't quote me. But, Bad little chocolate jump. I could tell, and again, she was she was like two, she was like twenty one, twenty two, so I could tell she still had her little wild streak. But it's around my birthday and all that stuff like that, and she said something to me where she was just like, "Oh, she said I got I got plenty of tricks to get you drunk." She was like, "You don't drink? I got plenty of tricks to make you to get you drunk." And I'm and, and me at twenty, I was like what twenty six at the time. I was just like, "Listen, show day." It's, no, no, <laughs> just like, like, I'm older, like, I'm not, I'm not dude, like, I mean, like, what's good, <laughs> like, what's good, like, show me, show me what you're talking about, now I'm just like, come on, you gotta do better than that, I don't, I don't, I don't fall for peer pressure no more, you know, I'm like, I'm like Joe Montana, I don't fall for peer pressure no more. Hey, Joe Cool, I'm funky cool out here, I'm cool <laughs> back out here, man. But now I'm going to get your perspective on it, you know, before we start going back and forth on this topic here. I, I wouldn't say uh, peer pressure is a young person's thing. I would say peer pressure is a young-minded person's thing because there are people our age and older who still fall into peer pressure. Well, yeah, that too. I agree with that. Like, you look at uh, keeping up with the Joneses is a form of peer pressure. You know, you care what people think you want to fit in, so you're willing to uh, buy all these things that you don't really need. And especially if it's hurting your pockets, it's not having a good, uh, it's not having a good end. Now, following up on the youngest person, the younger person's perspective, when it comes to peer pressure, you look at peer pressure as, you know, let's, let's have a party, let's drink, let's smoke, let's do all these negative things. And peer pressure is easier done when you're having fun. Mm -hmm. And I would say that is in combinations with your subconscious that you really want to do this thing but your morals are like i don't know so when you accompany that with having fun that means you're most likely to do it but if it's something you absolutely don't want to do under no circumstances peer pressure doesn't work so peer pressure is something you know at our age as you get older 
it doesn't work as much. Like people say, hey, let's go out to party. Let's do this. Let's do that. Come on, come on, come on. You're like, nah, man, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm putting my foot down. I don't want to do it. And that's somebody who's uh, definite in the decision, you know? Like peer pressure is more than drinks and stuff. It's also doing something you really don't, don't want to do. And it's it's in more forms than we think. Like even going to the store, you know, even going to the store, you don't uh, feel like going, going to the strip club, you don't feel like going, uh, going to the bar, just going places, going on vacation, you know, if you don't feel like going, you don't gotta go. Well, and, and I'm glad, you know, and one, one thing, especially moving forward in a very, very digital world, everything is digital. And one of the biggest forms of peer pressure is social media. Biggest form of peer pressure. Because let's be real, everybody develop a character on social media just to get views, just to get likes, just to get followers. And when people feel like, you know, they're not getting that buzz that they're getting, they got to change up. They got to change up who they are or change up what they're doing just for somebody else, like now they feeling the pressure. Okay, my like my my view. I'm not getting no views now. What I gotta do? Prime example is to all my females that literally be out here twerking. I'm going out to y'all first, and y'all gotta help me understand because you know I don't like you can at me because what I'm about to say, I'm throwing shots. Oh, <laughs> I'm throwing shots at the end of the day. But for all my females that be on 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 Social media, not just Instagram, social media in general. All you do is twerk all day, every day. You know, you then when you try to show that you got other skill sets and all that stuff going on, you getting clowned. You getting you getting clowned, you getting roasted. And it's like now you fall into this, now you fall into like this, this you you fall into peer pressure everywhere. So now you're trying to show up other skills. I mean, like nobody cares, but everybody just wants to see your twerk. Then when she's twerking too much, is that her only skill set? Now she got all this pressure on her shoulders. It's like, I can't make people happy. Great. You mean, like, great. You put this, like I said, you put this on your shoulders. Because, again, this is what you wanted to be known for. Then when you try to step out that box, now you feeling all this pressure to go back in the box. You feeling all this pressure, like, oh, you want to sing. You want to dance. You want to rap. Girl, you ain't shaking no ass. You better get your ass back in that box. <laughs> like, you better get your ass back in that box. Like, what? what, what, what? And, 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 and this is the same thing with like, like stuff like cyberbullying. You know, again, some people can't take, some people can't take that pressure of social media so that, that they fall into cyberbullying. You know, and again, that goes with people like my man said with the young-minded thing. Social media isn't real. Anybody is gangster behind the keyboard. Anybody's a thug behind the keyboard. Any girl is the baddest behind the keyboard. The whole time she probably sitting at home with a bonnet on watching the hell. I'm just saying, you know, we don't know. Well, she going on Twitter. Oh, she's baddest thing walking. She lonely and miserable. She putting that pressure, she, the pressure she feel on her, she throwing it on somebody else. 
and now she's making somebody else life miserable because she ain't because she didn't fell into that peer pressure. Same thing with like girls that want to like girls that want to be in the spotlight. Understand this. Like just like I said, twerking, you want to be on the spotlight, you want to be on, on IG, all that good stuff. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. The moment you step out, you do anything different. They're going to be looking at you different. Like, what, 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 what are you doing? What is this? What, what, what is this? You trying to do what? Like, get out of here. Nobody care about that. Nobody care about that. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic back to my man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I would say right now, the biggest form of peer pressure we're facing uh, in society is cancel culture. Uh, yeah. and political correctness, PC culture. Basically, you just want to say the right things to appease the right people. But mm. at the end of the day, you're never going to appease the right people because that per that the right person you should be appeasing is yourself. You should be saying what you want. You should be saying what you feel, not what you think everybody is going to be happy with. Because at the end of the day, People are not going to like you for the smallest reasons. You might as well say what's on your chest. Say it with your chest. Say what you got to say. Say what you feel. And, you know, it's just crazy how everybody just goes along with a certain narrative. Oh, I don't want to hurt feelings or I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to say that. You're not being true. You're not, you're not going against peer pressure. You don't have to say what everybody else say. You don't have to do what everybody else do. And if you face that backlash, hey. Get some thick skin, get some tougher skin, because whatever you do, whenever you stand in your own light, you're going to face some resistance. Peer pressure, you know, comes against you, but you've got to be able to stand tall because at the end of the day, they're going to be like, you know what? He said or she said what she said and she meant it and she said it with a chest. So that's why I commend them on, you know, they mean what they say. They put their foot down. They don't let nobody uh, dictate their life. So also, I want to say, as we get older, we should try to shift the way we see peer pressure. We should try to go from like negative, trying to get people to uh, do things that are against who they are as a people and mess up their life and things that can harm them to a more positive outlook on peer pressure. We should try to uh, do peer pressure to find ways to help people grow, peer pressure to help people elevate their life. Like if you know uh, somebody's in a weak area, try to do that peer pressure to help them grow in whatever area they may be. Maybe they're, like we talk about confidence, you know? Peer pressure has to, do, has to have everybody on the same page, you know? If you're around a whole bunch of positive people, they're going to peer pressure you into some positive things. But if you're, around a whole bunch of negative people, they're going to peer pressure you into a whole bunch of uh, negative things. So at the end of the day, whatever pressure you want, that's what you got to uh, gravitate towards. See, I'm glad you mentioned the, the, the positive peer pressure about things because again, as, and like you said, as we get old, especially like myself and Aaron, we about to approach our thirties. I can't believe it's it. Like, I know, right? But, it's, it's, it's time, like I said, like, this is why me every day 
you, you don't you don't see you don't see me mixed up in a lot of negative. It ain't like oh you you should do this you should do that. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. You should do it. I'm good with that. Like it's just to show and and, and again I understand with especially young minded and young people. Like again positive pot like negative. Like I I understand the negative thing. I understand the negative thing especially you. You being 20, you being 21, you being 22, 23, you're still young, man, you're still young. You want to be free and have fun. So you're not really worried about the damages and the consequences. You're just going with the flow as things go on. But they may look at people like my show, even Brother Aaron, they might look at, oh, y'all on that positive, that's boring. Like positive is boring to young to the young man and the young people. I understand that. But we do gotta try. We do gotta press y'all and just be like, "Hey, look, what you doing? This ain't gonna. This this not gonna be forever. This gonna get. It's gonna get old. It's gonna get tiring. It's gonna get boring. So you gotta learn to make that adjustment. Some people can't adjust. Like when they start to see things fall apart, they can't adjust. When people start to move on without them, now they feeling that pressure. Now they feeling that pressure. Like I need to. I need to keep them right here because now I don't want to be alone. Like. Oh, everybody switching up, everybody changing up on you. Nah, you just feeling that pressure of you being left behind. You know, like no homies, no homies may have let no homies left behind may have applied nine, ten years ago for us. But now that we older, you don't want to change, you gonna stay behind. So now you gonna feel that pressure either you're you not gonna change. Or you gonna feel that pressure of, man, I need to keep now, nah, I gotta do something to keep up with these dudes. You can you can trail behind me. I ain't gonna leave. But at the end of the day, if you're not doing nothing, I'm not gonna put the car in reverse and be like, hey yo, you good? You good? No, yeah. I'm not doing that. So now you got to feel that pressure. It's like now it's up to you because again, I've helped people. I've tried to help people. Some people got the message. Some people don't. Otherwise, at the end of the day, they, and again, this is why I always say like that criticism, now I got your attention. Because I've I felt that criticism of you change. You change. No, I didn't change. I just elevated. And now you feel, pre- now you feeling pressure from me because you're being left behind. So it's either, you got two choices. You can stay where you at or you can catch up to me. If you want to catch up, I can. I, I do my best to get you up here. But if you want to stay back there, you cool. And we we ain't got we don't got nothing else to talk about. We ain't got no more business to attend to. So that's a hard thing to do about young people. That's a hard thing to do with like young people and young minded people. It's trying to get them to see like, hey, look, we want like like stop following this negative. You look, you're so caught up in this negative, this negative spotlight. Like negative to you is cool. Like negative to you is cool. You being on the block is cool. Ladies, like ladies, y'all here walking around with the mean face. Y'all here trying to be in entanglements. Y'all here trying to take advantage of people. When that get tired, now you feeling the pressure. Oh, I'm ready to be alone forever. I ain't never gonna find a relationship. Cause that's how you carry yourself. Now you, now you feeling that pressure of. Oh, you don't want to change? All right, cool. I'm gonna go find this nice, wholesome homebody girl that at least she don't want to do nothing but 
Oh, she want to do stuff. She don't want to do that much. She don't want to be all in the spotlight and scene because it get tired. Right. They get bored after a while. But, hey, what do I know? I help those that want to be helped. I say when it comes to uh, peer pressure, it's okay to have fun because at the end of the day, we all yeah. human. Yeah. But I would say when it comes to things that be that become life-altering consequences or have life-changing consequences, that's when you need to take time to think about it. Should I really be doing this? You know, exactly. should I really be taking part in what I'm doing? Because depending on what you're doing, peer pressure could be harmless fun. You can live out your years and live to talk about all the fun times you had, or you could talk about peer pressure in a way to, okay, I'm in down bad. I got caught up in a bad situation. And now, you know, I, I got to tell this story because, hey, kids, don't do what I did. You control your whole narrative. Are you going to let people lead you to destruction or are you going to let people lead you to, you know, a good life? And like I said, uh, all, all I'm saying with uh, peer pressure is, again, it's okay to have fun. But the moment when things are going bad, that's not fun. That's that's destruction. That's not good. So I would say my question to whoever's listening, anybody's listening out there, if it's anything out there that you want to do, want to say, want to be a part of, are you confident enough? Are you brave enough to say whatever you got to say? Or are you going to hold it in because you care about what people think? You don't want to go against the public narrative. Oh, of what that is. Maybe you think uh, this person, this political figure isn't a bad person. Maybe you think uh, this is the best singer. Whatever your opinion is, maybe you think one dish is better than other. From small to large things, you know, whatever you have to say, make sure you say it. Make sure you say it with confidence. And uh, as you get older, a lot, I, I know a lot of people say no pressure, and I think that's how it should be in life. No pressure. And I like what you said about uh, the decisions we have to make, which mm -hmm. is with people getting left behind. Mm -hmm. I would say that's a pressure of judgment because it's up to that person, right? That judgment, they can either see it one or two ways. They can see it as, oh, screw these people. They didn't switch up on me. Or they could say, dang, they right. I need a change for the better. So you could look at it as negative peer pressure as, oh, they didn't change, they didn't switch up on me, they ain't really my homies, or, hey, I need to change up. I see they really care, they want to put me in a better position. So it's a place of judgment. You got to pick which way you're going to go. See, now, like decisions, 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 and again, I already tackled the ladies, fellas, I'm coming out the yard next. Now, Sometimes you got to learn that being gangster ain't always what it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Being a hood dude ain't cracked up to what it's... It ain't always cracked up like it is. It ain't all that, that, that spectacular. Because let's be real. Every gangster done did time. Every hood, every hood dude, every hood nigga, whatever you want to call it, they done done time. So let's, let's, keep it, let's keep it real. Well, most of them, majority of them. But... The consequences is this. You, you want to walk around. You want to be hood. You want to be 
you like you want to know you want to play like you tough. You behind bars. Your kids now don't see that. They, your kids don't. Your kids now don't have a father. You know you didn't waste like seven years. Like seven years of your life that went by. Everybody moved on without you. Now you feeling pressure to do what exactly? You come like you come out. You come out the system. You do and you doing what? You got to work in a warehouse job. You might lucky to be working at McDonald's. It's all because the pressure of like if I don't if I don't get this together. I'm going to go back to the life that I had, which was that destruction that my man Aaron was talking about. You know what I mean? One thing about it, Cardinal Rule, you don't ever change because of pressure. I've seen a lot of people change because of pressure. That's why they always got the old saying of who you hang with say a lot about you. Because at the end of the day, if you ain't if you hanging out with a bunch of thugs, a bunch of killers, a bunch of gangsters, dudes that be on the block smoking weed all day, what what you you can't be the only dude out of the group that's going to college. Cause you know that nah. They ain't hanging with they not hanging with somebody that's going to college. Cause they see that as like, oh ho, 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 ho. Nah. You putting pressure, you putting too much pressure on us to do something good with our life. We don't like that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't like that you're doing good in life and we still, we over here being bums, just smoking weed, chilling. That's why I don't understand people, like, when you rob somebody, when you rob, when you robbing people and when you killing somebody, just like what happened in D.C., you know, I don't know this whole full story. Somebody, somebody got shot and killed. Nobody know the full story behind that. But again, the one thing I want to really address is the people and again this these this social media beeps people leave, people lose their life behind social media beeps or people like I said and again your friends your this this is why I say your friends tell a lot about you get you some better friends because the moment somebody when you if you getting clowned in a situation and now you got your friends over there peer pressure you be like bro you gonna take that you're yeah. not gonna take that bro you're not gonna take that bro you sweet you're not gonna take that bro. Now they gassing you up to go do what exactly? Mm-hmm. To go make a reckless decision about something stupid. That's true. And they right there with it. They gassing you up all oh, on social media. Now you over. Now you over. You now your confidence rising because you jumping somebody on, on camera. You robbing somebody on camera. Somebody, I didn't see. That's the thing about me that thought that throws me off. Like I didn't see a lot of videos. Innocent kids getting beat up on the train. They don't even look like they did nothing. Like they just getting beat up. Why? Because the cameras came out. Understand this. I've been on camera. I've been in the spotlight for a long time. The spotlight ain't as cracked up as it as as it sounds to be. Like it sounds it sounds good. It sounds nice. But understand this. That's that spotlight, it, it catches a lot of people. Because again, once you once you develop a character on on for the spotlight, that's what people want. You know what I mean? People want fun with Doug Jones 24-7. Like people expecting me to come on camera and act a fool. Understand this. I do what I want to do. Nobody pressured me to do anything. I do what I want to do. You don't you like it, you respect it, cool. You know what I mean? I rock with you. You get mad at me trying to pressure me to do something, to do something I don't need to do. Nah, 
No, sir. No, ma'am. It don't work like that around here. My my final words for uh, what I have to say about peer pressure is at the end of the day, I'm going to leave you with this. Self-confidence, self-love, self-awareness is, is the tool that fights against peer pressure. Those things, if you have those things in your life, if you have those things that still within you, peer pressure don't work. Peer pressure can't prosper. Now, before we get out of here, my closing remarks, like I said, we're going to pray for the family over in D.C. All those that got hurt, you definitely going to stay in our prayers. As far as peer pressure, understand this. You look at a dude who always had to take a backseat to a lot of things and a lot of people. Do you feel pressure? Yeah. Like I said, I felt a lot of pressure, especially in my early 20s. My early 20s, I always had to take a back seat to a lot of things. I always had to take a back seat. I've been on sinking ships. And it's like, I'm like, you feeling that pressure of, oh, like, oh, wait a minute. Like, they, I, need, I need you to continue to carry the workload, but at the same time, I'm give somebody else the praise and the glory. Trust me, I've been there. I've done that. That pressure, that pressure is heavy. Imagine, like, imagine your job being on the line. Trust me, I felt that pressure as well. You know, it, it, at this point, you gotta understand your trials, your tribulations, all that. Like that street nonsense. I'm not involved in none of that. You know, this podcast right here. It's 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 the message for the streets. We not in the streets. It's the message for the streets. That's 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 why I'm I'm gonna leave that right there. But for all my people that's feeling peer pressure, understand this. It's just about it's just about your your mindset. You know, you can't be scared to fail. You can't be you can't be so concerned about what everybody expect from you. Because trust and believe. You trying to live up to expectations will eventually be your own demise <laughs> at the end of the day. If somebody expects you to be like them, nah, I put it like this. I'd rather walk in somebody, I'd rather walk in somebody, like I'd rather be in the play the background role or always be that dude walking in somebody's shadow to be like, oh, this is, you, you're expected to be just like them, nah. Nah, it don't work like that. You feel me? It don't. It don't work like that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not living up to your expectations. I walked my own paths. I had my own failures. I had to get myself out of situations plenty of times. You know, I'm still getting myself out of situations to this day. Nobody's pressuring me to do anything. You know. Y'all be trying to mess with these young, these females. Y'all got kids, now y'all don't know what to do. No female is pressing me to have her baby. Why? Because it ain't that deep. It's not that serious. Like, when I find Mrs. Wright, and I'm talking to you directly, Mrs. Wright, help me understand something. We're going to have a beautiful family. No pressure. I don't give a damn about what your friends say. I mean, another thing, right. too, ladies. 
That'd be another thing too, ladies. Like y'all be worrying about y'all friends being y'all it, ruining things, and y'all feeling that pressure. Ugh, why you talking to him? Ugh, why you talking to him? Now you hold on. Uh, I don't want him. That's that pressure. Your man's too. Same thing. Hey, fam, you need to smash that, Joe. You need to smash it. You ain't smash that? Come on, fam. You ain't smash it? Now you doing something. You, now you you caught up in a situation you don't need to be caught up in. I don't want to feel like I'm preaching. I don't want to feel like I'm I'm giving a revolution. I don't want to feel like Kirk Franklin. I'm like, <laughs> But, nah, man, I'm just saying, man. Like, peer pressure, it's a, that's a deep subject. That's a deep topic to talk about, though. But I'm going to leave it right there, though. The new funk order. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, before I get out here, I just want to give a prayer to the people in D.C. and also the people in Beirut. Uh, we've all heard yeah, about the too. bomb. I forgot, that about, I forgot about that situation. We have about that and the other places that uh, recently got bombed and also the oil spill that happened on an island recently. Uh, it was an island that was segregated from a lot of uh, public culture uh public people, they were their own island and somehow a ship went over there and spilled a whole bunch of uh, chemicals. So we want to pray over them also. And I want to uh, leave it at that, you know. Enjoy the rest of my time in Bora Bora and we're going to have a great time. <laughs> it's your boy Aaron from the city. <laughs> and it's yours truly. Listen, guys. This man been lying all episode. Look, look, look. At the end besides, of the day, besides the deep topics, this man, this man hot moms are cool. You know, don't fall under peer pressure. And also, last but not least, always have confidence. That's my closing remarks. We like, we got all that. That's a good word. We we, we, we clap it <laughs> up for that. Look, but all this other stuff, this Bora Bora, you with this hot mom. <laughs> this man been lying all episode, yo. But it's yours truly, man, that soul brother, Mr. Funk with Delhi Jones. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>